You are listening to the Winning in Faith podcast with Pastor TJ McBride. I just want to give you just a few things as, you, as we kind of move forward in our faith. You know, Hebrews 11 verse 1 through 3 has been the scripture that we've been using this whole month. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for and it's the evidence of things not seen. For by this faith, for by it, the elders obtain a good report. Amen. We just heard a good report. Amen. So I'm declaring that you're going to have a good report. Amen. Through faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God so that things which are not seen were, made, were not made of things which do appear. Drop down to verse 6. He says, but without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is a rewarder that he is, I'm sorry, and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. If I consistently seek the Lord, I'm going to see some rewards. All right? Now, in faith moving forward, somebody shout, faith moving forward. We're not having faith so we can stay where we're at. We're not having faith so we can shout about something that we never going to walk in. We're having faith because we're about to move forward. Everybody that believes that where you're at now is not where you're going to end up. Start praising God that you're moving forward in Jesus' name. I'm talking about your home. I'm talking about your family. I'm talking about your career. I'm talking about your business. I'm talking about your dream. I'm talking about your vision. I'm talking about your spiritual walk with God. You are not going to stay stagnant. You are moving forward, and you're doing it by faith. Okay? Romans 10, 17 says, faith cometh by what? Hearing, hearing by the word of God. That word cometh means to keep, to keep coming. So faith is always moving. Somebody shout, faith is moving. Faith never keeps you in one state. Faith is always moving. T.O.P., we're, we're people of faith. So that's why every time you come on a property, every two or three months, you're going to see something new happening. You're, you're seeing us renovate buildings. You're seeing us add stuff to this building. You're seeing us put up a gym. You're seeing new property coming for our Jonesboro campus. Hey Amen. You, you, we stay in faith long enough, we might be sprouting up another campus after a while. What are we doing? We're moving by faith. Okay? Faith is always moving. And if faith is always moving, faith is always pushing you to do something. Faith is always pushing you to believe something. I'm not settled being sick. I'm not settled being broke. I'm not settled that my children aren't saved. Come on, help me up in here, somebody. Faith is saying, no, my seed will be blessed. Come on. Faith is saying every need is met. Come on, somebody. Faith is saying, but he was wounded for my transgressions with the stripes. I'm going to stay in faith. I'm going to keep moving in faith. Okay, faith is vibrant, it's energetic, it keeps you full of spirit. All right, so if faith keeps you alive and moving, then the opposite of faith, which is fear, keeps you stagnant. Okay, 2 Timothy 1 and 7, the Bible lets us know what fear is. He says, God has not given us the spirit of fear, spirit of fear, spirit of fear. Fear is a spirit, it's not an emotion, it's a spirit. And who gave it to you? It's, God says, I didn't give it to you, so who gave it to you? Satan. Satan gives out the spirit of fear. You know why? Because go to the next verse. First John 4 and 18 says, uh, there is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear because fear hath torment. Satan gives out fear because he wants to torment us, wants to keep us in one place. You know what I found other words associated with torment? Stress, anxiety, worry. How many of us saved and loved God, but we stressed out? Saved and love God, but we got anxiety issues. Saved and say we love God, but we up one day, down the next day. That is a spirit sent from Satan that wants to keep the believer out of faith and keep you in fear. But I come to cancel that spirit in the name of Jesus. Come on. I believe I got about 100 people up in this church that says, I ain't been hearing this teaching all year long for me to walk into another year full of fear. I'm walking in full of faith. 
okay? Faith always keeps me moving forward, okay? So I'm not going to be tormented. I'm not going to be stressed out. I'm not going to be full of anxiety. My wife and I were watching a documentary uh, on, on Netflix called Heal. And, and in that documentary, it says stress is the number one contributor towards sickness and disease. Stress. We're, we're under constant stress about something, all right? And sometimes, sometimes stress could be so normal that you forget you're stressing <laughs> until you go to the doctor and find out that your blood pressure is high because you've adapted something. Come on, y'all are going to let me preach this. You've adapted something in your life and it's become normal for you. I'm here to let you know that you being stressed is not normal. Matter of fact, we are taught how to deal with stress. Cast all your cares on him. Amen. So if I'm going to be moving forward in faith as I move into another year, I'm not going to allow nothing to stress me out. Watch this, including people. Amen. I made up my mind that I'm going to have me a happy place. Come on, somebody. I got enough issues that I can't control, but there's one thing I can control, and that's who is around me. Lord, I feel like going now. Come on, somebody. Okay. Your faith is not designed to keep you going in circles. Your faith is designed to keep you moving forward. Somebody shout moving forward. Look what God told the children of Israel. They were going around this mountain in Deuteronomy chapter 2, verse 3. And the message trans translation says, Then God said, You've been going around in circles in these hills long enough. Go north. Amen. You've been going around in these circles long enough. Go north. In other words, change your direction. Saints, it's possible that you could be in church, but you're still going in the same circles. Same financial circles, same emotional circles, same relationship circles. Come on, same issues from your past. You're still struggling with anger. You're still going off on people. You're still holding grudges. Same circles. In the name of Jesus, we declare a decree that as we close out one year and we're going into another year, you're going to get rid of these circles. Come on, somebody. And somebody's about to make a step of faith and say, I'm stepping out of these circles and I'm about to go into the destiny that God has for me. If I'm talking to anybody, somebody thinks, Thank God that you are done with circles. Come on, I'm done with circles. I said I'm done with circles. I'm not going to shout on Sunday and go into my circle on Monday. When you go with circles, you never make any improvements, never make any advances. Okay? Some of y'all are single. The reason why you can't get nobody is because you're still dating the same people. Oh, Lord, he didn't have to go there. Yes, I did. because your circle don't represent your destiny. Quit dating what's comfortable and start dating what's your purpose. You need, Lord have mercy. You need to, you need to get with somebody that represent what, you, what God has showed you and stop settling just for what's there. Amen. Praise God. You better thank, thank God for the job you have, but some of y'all, your job is not your destiny. That's just a stepping stone for where God's about to take you. 
So what you want to do is keep your faith moving forward and say in the name of Jesus, it ain't going to be too long. I ain't going to be in this circle too long. God got something great for me and what he has for me matches my purpose, matches my destiny. It's going to be to the point that I love waking up, getting ready to go to where I need to go to because it matches exactly what God has said. Some of y'all, you better get ready because God's about to give you things and put resources in your hands that match where you are going and not where you've been. The days of you being jacked up are over. I feel like God is about to break somebody out of their circle and you about to go exactly come on somebody look at somebody say we're moving forward one of the things I had to do when we started the ministry was break out of circles okay had to break out of the old traditional circles there's some things that I believe are staples in the church, but then there's some things I believe that man put there just to control people. And when you, and when you get in God, you're supposed to be free. Y'all say amen. Some of y'all ladies, you better clap. You better thank God a revelation that came in the church where you don't longer control. And you could be free to be what God has called you to be. But then there's still some circles that want to keep you bound. Come on, want to control the way you thought, think, the way you operate, all that kind of stuff. You got to break some of that stuff. Okay? I don't believe in God. I have a word for married couples today when, before I get done. But I believe in God that God is breaking your marriage out of circles. That, 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 that now God is going to start reviving your marriage and restoring your marriage. Come on, somebody. Bring a life back into that marriage. How many of y'all received that? Okay? Stop going in circles. We're moving forward. Matter of fact, God wants to move you towards your future, but you've got to make sure you're not held captive by what your past is. Matter of fact, Genesis 19 gives us a story about Lot. Y'all remember Lot? Okay. God told Lot, he said, get out of this country. He says, uh, escape for your life. Look not behind thee. In other words, don't look back. Okay. But look at verse 26. What happened? The Bible says, but his wife looked back. And she became a pillar of salt. In other words, she froze up right there, a pillar of salt. Because, watch this, her heart was so much in her past that she wasn't, she wasn't not in, uh, able to embrace her future. Okay? C come here, Lewis. Come on up here. Okay. We, we it's hard to move forward, hook up with somebody, that all they do is keep looking behind them. Look behind you. Keep looking behind you. When we move, when we both looking at the same place, come on, we can move. But when you got somebody that all they do is keep rehearsing what happened and remember this and remember when and all of it, what it does, it takes energy out of you. Some of y'all been trying to figure out, why am I so tired? Y'all ain't going to let, why, why, why don't I have energy? Because you keep trying to drag folk, come on somebody, who represent your past and are not connected to your destiny. Okay. I'm having an end, I, I have a one-on-one -on -one meeting with all of my leaders so I could connect with them and make sure that we are still on the same track moving forward because like, I could be up here preaching but leaders are saying something else so I got to make sure even though I ain't 
talk to you in about two months. I need to get my eyes on you. So I can see why. Because one person can hinder the team. That's why I'm, I'm asking all them to hurry up and make their one-on-one appointments. <laughs> hurry up. <laughs> you're not responding, lets me know something too, so you better hurry up. You waited too long, so now you're going to hear it now. Hurry up and get with your pastor now. All right, now. Uh, in football, all the offensive people got to line up on the line of scrimmage. All right? Now, when that offensive lineman gets down in his set, when he gets down, he can't move. He can't move until the quarterback gives them the signal. Okay? When, if he moves before the quarterback gives a signal, they throw what they call a penalty. And because of that one person moving when he wasn't supposed to move, the whole team goes backwards. I'm, 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 going, I'm going to preach this somewhere else. I'm going to preach this somewhere else. One person can mess up the progress of a whole team because they're not in line. Look around, look, look at your neighbor and say, check your circle, check your circle. Amen. I'm checking mine. Stay away from people that are not moving forward. If your faith is moving forward, how many know you need people to match what you, where you're trying to go? Genesis 12. Genesis 12 gives us a story about Abraham. Genesis 12 verse 1. God told Abraham, get you out of your country and from your kindred and from your father's house. Kindred means family. So we said, leave all of them and go because I'm about to show you something. He, didn't he say leave your family? Go to verse 4. Same chapter. Verse 4, so as, the Lord, as uh, Abram departed, the Lord spoke unto him, and Lot went with him. Now, some of y'all that know, don't know about Lot, Lot is Abraham's nephew. Go back to verse 1. They didn't get... Verse 1, he told him, leave your family. But somewhere, Abraham heard a different version. Y'all know how when God tell you something, but you hear what you want to hear. You know, you get your own interpretation. Well, let me see. I think, I think what the Lord is saying, because that's, see, that, you know, that's what I'm seeing, seeing. Okay, oh, he meant leave everybody but Lot. Okay, okay. How many of y'all didn't see that? He said, leave all of them. Can I help you with something? Lot became a pain and Abraham sighed. If, to the point where you read where Abraham got so fed up with Lot, he told him, he said, get your goats, get your cows, get everybody around you. He even said, choose where you, he said, pick any, many, mighty. Well, I just need you to get up out of here. Even if you don't want to dismiss people, God got such a calling on your life that he will even allow a situation to take place where if you don't dismiss them, the situation will. Okay? Stop trying to take people somewhere where their faith was not designed to go. 
okay? Your faith was designed to go somewhere. So everybody around you, if you're moving up, they got to be moving up. Everybody got to be coming up together. Y'all feeling me on that? Okay, challenges come in your life. But if challenges come, understand that these challenges were just made to make you stronger. Okay, Joseph had a challenge. Didn't he have a challenge? All right, but he used that challenge to, to push him. Here, here's what the Lord gave me. Your setbacks are setups for where he's taking you. You think it's a setback, but it's actually a setup. Okay, it's a setup. It's for where God is trying to take you. Philippians 3, verse 12 through 14 Paul talks about how, how he's moving forward. Go to the next verse, please. He says, brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth to those things which are before me. So if faith is moving me forward, then I got to now put some works with my faith and start reaching. Somebody shout reaching. I'm forgetting things which are behind me and I'm reaching for things that are, are before me. So here's three things I want you to keep in mind. Number one, if I'm going to move forward in faith, number one, I got to forget the past. God, forget the past. How many of y'all got some things in your past you need to forget? Luke 9 and 62, the message translation says this. Jesus said, can we read it together? No procrastination, no backward looks. You can't put God's kingdom off till tomorrow. Seize the day. No procrastination. Let me point this way. No procrastination. If God has told you to do something, we're going to close out this year. We're going into a new year, and we're going to get rid of procrastination. We got to do this thing. He says, seize the day. Seize means to grab something into your possession and bring it in. How many of y'all going to bring in some stuff? Come on. We, we, what God has for me, I'm bringing it in in the name of Jesus. Okay? So I got to forget my past. I can't let my past control me. Matter of fact, I want to give you this quote here. This quote says, uh, let's read it together. Be careful in turning memories into monuments. Instead, turn your monuments into momentum towards your future. Sometimes we have memories in our past and we create these monuments in us. Statues. Okay? Sometimes you can have something happen in your past and you glorify it and worship it to the point that now it becomes a statue in you. And God says, I'm trying to move you forward, but you stuck at the monument. Okay? Monuments are things that you erect to remember something. Okay? So sometimes we remember pain and we erect these monuments and now you can't move forward because you stuck at the monument. Okay, there, when, when my wife and I and our family had a chance to go back to uh, um, San Francisco and be with family and stuff. And there was a place that we were driving around and I can remember stuff. And I can remember situations that if I didn't have the right type of mindset, it could have been a monument in my life where I wouldn't have been able to move forward. Are y'all listening to me? Okay, some of us have had things happen in our life where we've created these statues in our life and so you can't move forward because you're still stuck at the monument. You're still stuck at what hurt you, who hurt you, what happened. And so everything you do is created around that monument. Now you can't get close to people because that one person messed you up. Now you get angry at folks real quick because that one person did this or this one situation happened in your life. Now all church folks are hypocrites because one person in the church jacked you up. Now all men are dogs. Air one. Okay? 
Hey, hey, you, hey, 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 I'm talking to the lady now, and, and the brothers, you, you, they come up to you, hey, sister, what, is, what, 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 what is it? What, what are you talking about? I just wanted to say praise the Lord. Okay, monuments. And you got to make sure that you don't turn places of pain into places in your heart where now you can't move forward. I'm going to help you with something else. Sometimes it's not just monuments of pain. Sometimes it's monuments of victories. Sometimes you stay stuck on something good that happened to you and you don't even understand that God got something even better. Oh, I got the degree. Now I'm done. No, God got something better. Oh, I got the property. Now I'm done. No, God got something better. What if we at T.O.P. said we're going to stop here at just the McDonough location and we done. Praise God. This was a miracle. To God be the glory. So we just going to stay here. We're not going to improve the building. We're not going to do nothing else to it. We're not going to do no school. We're not going to do no Jonesboro location. We're just going to stay here. To God be the glory. Then we would not be able to embrace all the other things that God is doing. You got to now start moving your faith forward. Forget the past. Number two, reach towards your future. Do something that pushes you towards your future. Gen Jeremiah 29, 11 lets us know what kind of future we have. For I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. They are plans for good and not for disaster, to give you a future and a hope. How many of y'all know that God got something better for you? How many know that God has already planned something? So I got to now keep reaching towards my future. There's a quote that I want to give you with that. It says, stop focusing on what was and start putting your energy towards what shall be. Your future is so much greater than your past, but reaching requires some effort. It requires you doing something. So put some effort into where God is taking you. The last thing I want to leave with you is press towards your destiny. Here's what the Bible says, Hebrews 12 verse 1. He says, since we are surrounded by such a huge crowd of witnesses to the life of faith, let us strip off every weight that slows us down, especially the sin that so easily trips us up. Y'all remember sin? That was that thing that they preached about all the time when we came to church. Sin. Let me help you with something. Sometimes it's not folks. Sometimes it's not situations at your job. Sometimes it's you. Sometimes it's things in you that you got to say, Lord, I need to give that over to you. David said this in Psalms 19. He said, cleanse me from secret faults. Cleanse me from the stuff that's happening right now in my heart and in my mind that my neighbor don't know nothing about. Just keep looking straight. Don't be looking at them right now. Just keep looking straight. Cleanse me from that. Cleanse me from the stuff I was thinking about. Cleanse me from the stuff I did last week. Cleanse me from the, from the thoughts that have been in my head concerning this person. Cleanse me from that. Hallelujah. David even said, create in me a clean heart. He didn't say clean it up. He said, create one. This one is so jacked up, I need you to give me a new one. Maybe I'm not talking to the right people, but sometimes things can happen in your life. Come on, to the point that it literally deteriorates the heart that you had towards folks, towards certain things, and you got to say, Lord, create one because this one is beyond repair. I need you to get on the inside of me. Come on, and put some new joy and some new peace and some, and I need God to create one. Lord, help me, deliver me from this thing. Deliver me from my past. How many know your past will start creeping up on you? How many know things will start creeping up on you? And not only it will creep up on you, some of y'all get to the point where you start creeping up on it. Hey, glory. I told somebody, I said, hey, 
listen, you know, you married, you in a relationship now, ain't no need to be looking at your ex no more. Don't be scrolling on their page trying to figure out what they doing. <laughs> Y'all say amen. amen. Ain't no need to be clicking. Ain't no need to be trying to figure out where they at. Ain't no need to be enlarging pictures. What they doing? Oh, no. oh. <laughs> Bible says anybody that puts their hand to the plow and looks back is not fit for the kingdom of God. There are some things God had you to leave because it wasn't good for you. Somebody say amen to that. So I'm pressing towards my destiny. I got some things that I'm going after. I'm pressing. Pressing means I got to apply force. Got to push. Come on, come on, Charles, let's do this real quick. I got to push, all right? So if I'm going somewhere, I got to push. Now, why do I have to press? The only reason why I have to press is because there's something else pressing against me, okay? If I didn't need to, if, if, if it didn't require pressing, it would, it would mean that there's no hindrance and I could just go through it. Okay? But the reason why I got to push is because there's something pushing against me. There's an evil force pushing against me. I ain't calling you evil, you know, just, amen. <laughs> Obi, is it? Okay, all right, praise God. All right. But when he pushing against me, see, this is what happens when you sleep and, and the enemy is working on some things for you. And when you get up in the morning, how many of y'all sometimes find yourself like you got to push just to be able to get through a day, push to get through a week, push it. But here's what you're doing. You're pressing against what's coming against you so that way you can walk into your victory, into your destiny, into the great things that God has for you. But it's not going to come without you pressing. That's why I got to pray every day because there's too many things coming at me every day. That's why you got to wake up, this wake up in the morning and say, give me, Lord, my daily bread. The bread I got last week was good, but I need something for today. Give me a new word today. Come on, give me a new anointing today. Give me new joy today. Give me new peace today. Thank you. Okay? So here's what I'm, I'm declaring over your life, that God is moving you from fear over to faith and starts moving forward. Okay? Now, here's something that I just want to put in your spirit, and we're going to get ready to go. There's a difference between a river and a pond. Okay? A river is a body of water that keeps on going, keeps on moving. But a pond is a body of water that stays still. It's stagnant. There's no movement to it. And when water doesn't have any movement to it, it starts stinking starts gathering up debris. All of a sudden, things start growing in it that ain't supposed to grow there. Matter of fact, if water stay there long enough, it will turn a different color. And it will stay right there. It will start sticking up the place and it won't be fit for nothing. But when there's a river, it's always flowing, always moving. Matter of fact, the reason why some of y'all like to be around water, like to be around river, because it brings peace. It brings energy. It brings stuff to you. Can I help you with something? God told me to announce the T.O.P. that you're moving from pond status to river status. 
that everything in your life, Lord, I feel like, come on, everything in your life is about to pick up. Everything in your life is about to start moving. God is about to put his hand on every area of your life. Your prayer life is about to pick up. Your devotion life is about to pick up. The gifts of the Spirit are about to pick up in your life. Your family is about to start moving in the same direction. Your relationships are going to start moving. Come on, I'm prophesying to you right now. Your finances are going to start moving in the same direction. Come on, your healing, your deliverance. Come on, your career, your goals, your dreams. Am I talking to somebody up in here? Even some of y'all have feel like your career has been stagnated. You feel like you can't go any higher. God says he's about to put a river on the inside of you. You're about to get new ideas. You're about to get new concepts. You're about to get new resources. I feel like I'm preaching to somebody right now. There's a river with your name on it and you ain't going to be stuck in the same place you were the last three years. I hear the Holy Ghost saying, I'm erasing the pain. I'm erasing the hurt. I'm erasing what held you stagnant and there's a river. That's about to start flowing in your life. If I'm talking to a few people that want to embrace this, thank God right now for your river that's coming. Come on. Come on. Come on. I feel like I'm talking to somebody. There's a river 